0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 32 of the Corporate Quitters Podcast. And today I have a confession to make. I have no snazzy intro to make for today's guest because, well, he's just an awesome guy that everyone loves. So all I can say is Usama is awesome. So tune in for an incredibly awesome show. Sama, my man, looks like we're having some internet issues. And here we are. We're back.
1: Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Woo. Thank you so much for having me. There he is. Work. Woo. I'm so pumped up. We're We've Got lots of wonderful people already on board. Hey.
0: You know what the people couldn't see, though? Was the both of us backstage just dancing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Good morning. Good morning. We got Doreen in the house already. Woo! Usama. Ooh,
1: Doreen in the building. Hey, we lots got Eliza. She people.
0: says, she says, good afternoon, Osama, So it's afternoon for you, but it's morning for me. It is 7 a.m. in the morning for me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Are you doing, Lisa? She's all the way in South Africa. Mm, so much. We've seen all the wonderful, lovely people. I guess it's all the blessings of you, Robert. I mean, you bought all the blessings, like the corporate quitters, or more. It's like legends, corporate legends. I mean,
0: Look, man, no one is coming here to see me. They saw the name Usama, <laughs> and they knew they had to show up. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Wait, right there. there. There's the man. All right, all right so look, right. so look. So let me just start off by saying one thing you're here on the corporate quitters with me. And a lot of people think that the corporate quitters is about quitting your job, but that ain't what it's about. The corporate quitters is about quitting those limiting beliefs that you have in your head Mm -hmm. that are holding you back from achieving greatness. So with that said, everybody knows you and we know that you bring the energy. We know that you're kind of like the man that we all know and love. So I just want to start off with a question what in the world inspires you?
1: Mm, remarkable question. Um. Simply put, purpose beyond myself. That's Ooh. what energizes me every other day. I mean, to be able to serve, to help others leave a better world, and just way beyond myself. I mean, as they say, I mean, if purpose, if serving is below you, I mean, then leadership is beyond you because it all starts with the intention approaching with a hospitable mindset by a sense of humanity, being able to uplift every agility and the remarkability of everyone, being able to recognize one, being able to feel one and allow people so that they get to behave like one because it takes one to know one. And that's how we become a whole one.
0: Oh, wow. So you you just gonna drop mics within the first five minutes of the show, right? That's just what we're gonna do this morning. <laughs> we we we're just gonna start off dropping the mics, right? Just look, you know what? Not just dropping them, breaking them. I mean, it's on the ground and it's smoking right now. <laughs> <laughs> because Robert
1: is in the house smoking it all
0: up. <laughs> look, I, I haven't said a word yet. But okay, so so but but in all seriousness. So, what inspires you is knowing that you have a purpose that's bigger than you. Yep. Now that's 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 just deep, really deep. So Check this out now. We've got Andrew here. Andrew says, good morning. Usama in the house. Howdy, y'all from San Francisco. Now look, for Andrew, it's gotta be like five in the morning out in San Francisco in the Bay Area oh of the US. So wow. Andrew is up early and he's acknowledging pow. The mic drop. <laughs> He's just acknowledging it.
1: Acknowledging the wonderfulness. I mean, from all of them. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So, all right, all right. So, look, so, look. Your purpose, serving others. That's what inspires you. So, what are you trying to inspire other people to do
1: and or become? For for people to believe of the fact that they're able to accomplish anything as long as they primarily believe in themselves. I mean, if we don't believe in ourselves, then no one else will. So we have to genuinely believe in ourselves that if it's a dream, then if it, I would like to think of a dream as a cream, but we can't necessarily get into it because we, we are streaming towards that journey. So as long as we are paddling towards that metal, and we are more than just our title which we are personally our personal brand ourselves, thinking ourselves as just a precious sand that we're willing to hand. That's how it's going to land into the hearts and minds of people because it will just penetrate and they'll be able to accomplish it. Just for them actually to be able to spark that fire within them, that void that wants to scream out. But from the all the people that are in front of them might think, oh, that's weird and stuff, but it's all about, it's like, I'll go, I'll go hand in hand. I'm going to go, all in regardless of what the circumstance is all about and being able to change the situation for a better occasion so yeah
0: yeah I tell you what what's interesting about that is to me it's like you're speaking to the people who would otherwise be labeled as misfits people that you want to kind of outcast because they're different but they're different because they've got that superpower that superpower that they need to unleash because what's there, there's a saying about a man who wants to lead an orchestra, right? A man who wants to lead an orchestra has to turn his back on the crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to do away with what people think about you and pursue your goal. Now, my friend Pozo is here, and she says, open mic morning. Felt hey. like I was listening to a tribe called Quest. Extra Positive Version. Fresh. <laughs> extra Thank positive you
1: so much, version. Let me ask, do (laughs) you you know who
0: a tribe called Quest is?
1: Um, Quest, like, let me guess one thing. I think of a Quest basically, tribe basically where people they speak, they drop mics, poetry slam, or something like that. Is that what it is? Or I don't know. I'm just guessing.
0: A a tribe called Quest was an old school hip hop group. Um, and in their music, there was very little cursing, and they, they were storytellers and they were very positive, and they were based out of New York uh and mm. this was back in i would say late 80s early 90s man they wow. were bad they were bad to the bone i'll send you some stuff later on so she's giving you a very high compliment they were like just wow. I, i'm trying to think who could you even compare them to today and I don't think there's any comparison. Pozo, if you could think about anyone that they would compare to today, drop that in the chat and let us know. So that brings me, look, that brings me to another question though. So check this out. You, you oftentimes rhyme and the way you string words together, it is like poetry. So where did that come from? What kind of music did you listen to growing up or television shows? Or what kind of who did you talk to that kind of put that in you? What books did you read? We just want to know where that came from. <laughs>
1: Uh, Thank you I mean Growing up Actually There was a post actually That I did a couple of I think around a month ago And this was actually This is actually one of the most Frequently asked questions Like oh How do you do this How do you play with words How do you do So at the age of 12 So inside scoop At the age of 12 I was actually a rapper Wow So Wait, wait 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 What was your rap name? (laughs) I didn't have, it was just some, but it was at that moment, it was just for, I think, three, four months, it didn't even last long, but I was just getting into the trend, so it's basically freestyle, watching a couple of things, and in school, high school, I mean, it was going a lot, people, they were trying to, so sometimes people would go into it. So for me, it was just going as a fort of fun. But one thing that I really fell in love was rhymes. I used to love rhymes. I used to love words. So that's why whenever when I used to read scriptures, when I used to read books, I feel find a certain passage. I'm like, okay, I read this and then I add my own analysis into it. And then I add some things, whatever that I've watched so, and a lot of times I'm in discussions with my dad. I mean, my me and my dad, we bond so deeply when it comes to education, when it comes to religion, when it comes to philosophy. We can go hours on end when we talk about those things. So to this very day, sometimes they have you heard about this research, about this thing? I was like, no. And then we dive so deeply into it. And some of the incredible people that I have had the chance to attain, and even it sounds a little bit awkward, but at even when I was in kindergarten, my peers used to be like four, five, six years older. So I've always loved spending time with people that are a lot older than I am. So I used to be considered weird. I mean, amongst my similar age, it's like, oh, you're so weird. You think this, because I used to talk about big stuff. So when I was something like 10, I used to speak to my dad's friends. So I was like that. And I used to talk about a couple of things, big stuff. And But so when I used to speak amongst my peers, so I've always felt so at that point, I mean, when I was 14, 15, this is the moment when I started, I mean, I underwent through bullying, discrimination, racism, and this one used to get so deeply in me. So, but that's what strengthened me. So that's what bought the world of Be Strong 99 and this to people to enable people to be confident, to be mindset resilient, and to be able to harness their talents from ways they've never thought. So that's what it's all about. And the rest is all history. I mean, and we all learn every other day, just like how I'm learning from Rob, the main man. So, yeah. Oh, man, man. So,
0: yeah. So, okay.
1: So you,
0: you, you felt a little bit different when you were younger. Here's what I found. I found that people will try to dim your light when you're different. They will try to dim your light when you're different. Now, it seems like you didn't let that happen. You just kind of exploded. So how did you how did you fight past the 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 racism the ridicule all of the things that were said about you because you were different? How did you get past that and what gave you the courage to kind of stand up to that and say no, I am different and and that's okay?
1: Mm. Um These, I've always, so it used to, I mean, it used to hit me deeply. I mean, behind closed doors, I used to cry behind closed doors. So to this very day, I mean, every other day, I just, I give wholehearted credits to my parents. I mean, they have always instilled that uh, the two worlds together into me, I mean, religion and ethics. And they used to always tell me, it's like, you're going to be someone great. Just keep paddling through. So it used to be hard with the bullying, the words, being criticized online, offline, verbally, physically. So I used to always feel it. So that's why I've always, so there was one particular day, this is where I go with this phrase, as they always say, if it's written, so shall it be. Mm. So I was, I I started writing it down. I was like, you know what, on this day, I'm going to do this. I want to be certain person that I want to be able to write my own quotes. I want to be a type of person that will literally impact people from ways I've never thought. I want to be at the same time educated, but not of the fact that I know everything, but of the fact that I want to learn everything and everything from anyone because I'm inspired by everyone and willing to learn from anyone because that's what makes us all one. And all similar, each one of us is talented and unique in our own abilities. That's why even one of the scholars of the past once said something. He said, if a day goes by with me not learning anything, i.e. knowledge, it's says like there's no blessing for me in that day. There's also one of the other scholars called by Imam al-Ghazali once said, it says knowledge without action is insanity. And action without knowledge is baseless. So how about we turn it towards a ponderance by making it so rhyme so that people fit the vime? I look at by this fame, keeping it sweet and simple, so sweet that they will be able to taste it over and over again. And so simple that will leave not only a dimple, but for them to smile and they will be able to go mild later down the line. So, yeah.
0: Woo. All right. So look, you guys, you're with us this morning on the corporate quitters podcast, episode number 32. Usama is our guest. And, He's just disclosed to us that when he was 12, he was a rapper, but he did not tell us what his rap name was. He said he didn't have one. So if you got a name, a rap name for Usama, drop it in the chat right now so we can see what Usama's rap name is. But let's go back to our audience for a minute, man, because we've got we got a lot of people showing you some love. Um, Alex, Alex says, oh, uh, yeah. only something bigger than yourself can pull you up. Pull you up. And he agrees with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amat is here and he says, good morning. Woo, Alex is back I'm again going? now. Alex says, take hmm. money, hit him up with his favorite uh, song. Um, I remember that song. That was from way back in the day. And Olga is here. And Olga says, good morning building. from <laughs> Ecuador. Mm. Hola, amiga. That's right. Hola, amiga. And Amat says, yes, business small to music mm Alex says he always communicated with people that was old that were older than him, and it was much more interesting. yeah, I agree with that. and oh he yeah. absolutely love your energy. Thank you so
1: much. Absolutely love your kindness.
0: Ah Now Alex says he was disliked by a majority because of his high i q. Wow. That happens, man. That happens. But then Florence says when people tells her she is different, she says, "Thank you for the compliment." Mm. I tell you what I like though. What I like is in <laughs> in order to not be ostracized and to to really feel loved, you turn to your parents. So you said your parents actually helped you to overcome some insecurities that you had. That just speaks to the strong sense of community and why it's important. It's important to have, you know, parents and friends and others that pull us up. Because Inger is here and she says, good morning, but she tells us that you dropping the mic already. <laughs> I'm you, look, let me tell you, you drop so many mics, man. We just run out. <laughs> we just run out. It almost reminds me of. My favorite rapper, there was this guy when I was young, his name was Rakim. He called himself the microphone fiend. And he always talked about Ooh. every time he got on the mic, he wouldn't just drop it. He would leave it on the ground broken and smoking. <laughs> and he had this style where he rapped really, really slow. You could understand every word that he said and every point that he made. Because he wanted to make sure that you understood what he was conveying to you. Man, you kind of
1: remind me of that. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm trying to be actually trying to be like you and so many people in the comments. I'm just trying to level up. Oh, man, you don't want to be like me. Yeah, That's
0: nothing to strive for. You already surpassed me, my friend. You have already surpassed me. So, okay, so let me ask you a, a, a serious question, very serious question. Mm-hmm. What do you want to be remembered for? <clears throat>
1: Ah, uh, wow, that's a remarkable one. Abundance. So, so basically, to always cherish of the fact, I mean, that love is abundance, and you can always spread love from ways you've never imagined, and so that you're able to accomplish not just professionally, academically, but morally, humanly. Uh-huh. and it's to always I mean to strive to everything I mean if you want to be the best okay be the best to your family be the best to your and fam- be the best to your friends be the best to your community be the best in your st- everything you strive for I mean exude amplifying your pursuit of excellence pursuit of impact because our rip I mean our presence automatically liberates others Mm. So why actually allowing that people actually to spark from ways they've never thought Right, so that's what Nelson Mandela says Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure
0: Yes Because that
1: measure is a treasure So even if the fact people remember it's like Oh, because of that I was able to accomplish this I was able to do this I Enhanced my relationship with my family, with those that are around me. And even with the haters, they became the greeters. Because sometimes they just need a little bit of a touch, just a little bit, just that inkling. And of course, the best example that we can ever follow, and it's not even me, but of course, the best person to, I mean, even several of legends of the past that have left a mark. They didn't have followers, they didn't have any social platform, they didn't, but yet right. their volumes, their characters spoke volumes. So, I mean, once we show them that we care, they'll definitely be there to, to ways for them to flourish and nourish. So that's what it is. Once we care about them, they'll definitely care about us. Genuity, love, abundance is a confidence which brings the diligence towards everyone and everyone. So, yeah.
0: Look, my man, Florence is feeling that. Florence is like, yes!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's nothing like some good morning inspiration. Now, my friend Pozo says this episode is like a mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, man. Woo! <laughs> Tegan is the building. I don't know, Tegan. Tegan. Tegan says, good morning, Usama and Robert. Good morning to you, morning. Tegan, wherever you are. So, okay, so now, look. So, Spread love. That's what you want to be known for. That's your legacy you want to leave. Spread love,
1: joy to others. How do you do that? Intention. So because because the word love, it's literally rampant. It's spread everywhere. Oh, it's like, I love this. But it starts from the intention. As the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, says, actions are based off intentions. And where does an intention lies? Intentions lies right of the heart. You really genuinely mean what you say right from the heart. So literally, for instance, when we say it's like, I truly love my community. I truly love the link. And genuinely, you genuinely do. I mean, what, in case of anything, if it's two in the morning, three in the morning, no matter what, I mean, we'll always be there. So it's to always show that kind of regard. And people I mean, and love is abundant, it's a verb, it's an action. And not just being rapping it all out, just like those hunky-dory when we see it from movies, all of those things are hogwash. Yeah. And, and it's just completely of an honor sometimes. I mean, let's say, for instance, a brother to a brother, a brother to a sister, a brother. And this way, actually, it speaks so much of volume. So sometimes even you'll see a person, it's like, oh, I love that guy, the way how he treats his own brother, the way how he looks up to his own family. And if he's able to do that, then he'll be able to do it with the rest of the world. We might not be the best at it, but we try to get better every other day. I mean, there's always a room for improvement. From improvement, we develop, uh, we develop, of course, the enhancement. From enhancement, we develop every greatness that we can. Accelerate it and we'll be able to elevate. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm with you 100%. I think that... Our everyday actions have three different consequences on ourselves and on others. Either we Mm -hmm. help people to propel and excel based on our everyday actions, or we leave them in a neutral place, or we can set things back. And we have to examine every action that we take. If we're taking actions that are setting us back, we've got to stop it, because we're hurting ourselves and others. If we have an action that's leaving us in a neutral spot, Maybe we need to sit there for a little while longer because maybe there's an additional lesson we need to learn or something Mm -hmm. else that we need to endure or see through to the end. And if we have actions that are causing us to propel and excel, that's where we really want to be. But everything that we do, every action has some sort of consequence. And those consequences can move us forward, keep us where we are or move us backwards. And to Mm. me, that's how you show love, similar to what you're just saying. I don't want somebody to tell me they love me, then punch me in the face. Because <laughs> that action tells me how you really feel, right? Don't, don't. You know what I mean? It's like, man, I really love you. But. think about it though man you you got people who will sit there and say I love you to death man I don't love you to death I love you to life I'm sorry that's That's impossible I don't don't love you to death because I don't want to see you die I want to see you live and I want to see you live abundantly but that's it
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
0: <laughs> See, you know wow. what? I try not to say much on this show because this is the show where I talk to my guests and have my guests say everything. <laughs> but when I get around you, you just inspire me to just join in. And you... <laughs> 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 All right. So... <laughs> All right, so look What? Hmm. What inspired you to start your show because you've got like what a thousand episodes under your belt
1: right now it's uh one hundred and twenty episodes but of course excluding the other ones like there's Chill and chat so it can reach up to like over like one hundred and thirty over one forty yeah episodes so yeah yeah. So, in the building, the living legend. Mm.
0: How's it going, my
1: brother? He's Lincoln talking over. about
0: you, man. You're the living legend.
1: I know, I like that. Uh, living legend right there, Robert. I mean, even when I think I know of that. your name, Robert, and not when I think your name, Robert, you've robbed our hearts. You've done that.
0: Uh, oh, man, that you you are too kind. I thought you were going to say I robbed a bank or something. I
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> <What's> so, <that? laughs> so this
0: oh man. Look, I'm not trying to steal anything but hearts and minds. That's it. Uh, oh hearts and minds.
1: hmm That's Gather all I'm it. trying
0: to steal. And when I steal uh, the hearts and minds, I'm not trying to break them either. I'm trying to build them.
1: I, yep. Uh, and this is actually what we all need to I mean to strive for and remain in. And check this. Guess who's here? Guess who's here? Charlene in the building, y'all. Mm-hmm. Charlene, Charlene says Usama don't also, play. We've got yeah, play. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> and we've got another Enrique as well. Enrique Cost in the building, Baxter right there. <laughs> Hey brothers. He so says, weird.
0: hey, my brothers. Good morning, Enrique, or good afternoon, wherever the heck you are. Good day. That's where we're gonna put it. Good doggone day. I feel like ice cube <laughs> right now. Today was a good day. I... <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, so, so so look,
0: let me ask you a question though. We 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 all have bad days. True. How do you deal with a bad day?
1: Okay. So now this is where, I mean, as they say, I mean, tell me who you spend time with, tell you who you are, birds, feathers, flock together. And we're the average of whom we circle ourselves with. So I would say, for instance, um, wholehearted credit again, I mean, to, to my mom, my sister, the incredible LinkedIn family. We've always, I mean, there are so many people actually who give out without expectation. They help out with the messages. They check-ins. People, they might not know the value of checking in. And sometimes it's not like, you could be like, hey, how you doing today? How's everything going on your end? Hope you're having a great day. You and your family, may you be blessed. That, it's just words. You never know what it's going to do to that other person. It's like that, oh, supposedly, you're just out of the bloom. Like, even... I'll even, guys, give you an example. A couple of days ago, Kenny Dunnett Jr. called, in. by the way, he's conveying his sincere regards. I spoke to him yesterday as well. He just called in out of the bloom. He goes like, hey, somebody, and we spoke for almost two hours. Nice. We spoke, yeah, we spoke for two hours about so many things. And And that moment, you never know how that person gets sparked up. So it's always just to pick a moment, write a message. This one could do so much because a good wordings, as Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings to your point, says, a good wording is a charity. And also saying basically smiling is a charity. And of course, none of us will have faith and what will until we love what we have for our neighbors or for our brothers or for our strangers. So a lot of times for all the years, we've been stranger danger, but I feel like, no, how about you make it Ranger? How about you bring out the power ranger within them? So that's what strength enables them from mentality, from optimism, from hope, from faith. So this is what, I mean, a lot of time, and not just for them, but to their family. So, yeah.
0: Yep. It uh, it speaks to the power of community, though. I mean, Mm -hmm. when you surround yourself with people who are uplifting, they can help you through almost anything. Um, You ever notice when you find people who are always mad and angry and upset, you look at their friends and you find that their Uh. friends are always angry and upset, too. Oh, I run yeah. from that kind of stuff, man. I used to run track <laughs> when I was a kid. When I see negativity, I bam, I'm like Usain Bolton out of there, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. So yeah. Um, and a lot of people don't know who KDJ is. So Kenneth Dunner yeah. Jr. Jr. is like, I mean, just one of the most positive people that you ever want to meet. But for some reason, for some reason, LinkedIn keeps putting him in LinkedIn jail. We have we have no idea why. And right now, I think he's actually in LinkedIn jail. So uh, what we're going to do is raise some bail money. And we're going to go down to the LinkedIn headquarters and we're going to bail him out. <laughs> we're going to yep. bail him out. Yep. Free, the free KDJ. Free. free KDJ. Free. Free KDJ. Oh, okay.
1: That wasn't free. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but again, though, that still speaks to the power of True. having a community. Because you and mm-hmm. he talked and he reached out to you. And so now... You guys have had a conversation so uh that's why i was wondering you know how do you deal with a bad day and i really like your answer you rely on depend on stand by stand on the power of your friends family and community and i think that's mm-hmm. really important because i'll tell you so i um I, I i don't have any siblings any brothers sisters i don't have any siblings and so when i walk through life i walk through life based on The friendships that I've established with people, the friends that I have in my life now, I've known a lot of them for my entire life. And for me, it took me a while to understand that that is my family. You know, I just got off the phone last night with one of my good buddies, and you know, we were catching up because we hadn't talked in about a week or so. And just hearing him and the things that he said to me, because he knows about certain things that I go through from time to time, he's just like, hey, man. No matter what it is, you can handle it. Just hearing that Mm. word was like, yeah, man, I can. You are right. But yeah, if you got negativity in your life, look at the people that you surround yourself with. First, look at yourself. Then look at the people that you decide to surround yourself with. And if you are still
1: upset, you need to find a different tribe to move with. What can I say? I need to drop the table now. I need to drop the table from those words.
0: My man says life is too short to be unhappy. You got that right. Now, Gabe says he doesn't like negative people either. One, indeed. I'm telling you, you want to see me run like a track star? Bring some negativity in. Man. Uh, oh, nope. I'm out like a light.
1: <laughs> hey. And that's why you smile bright.
0: Oh, hey, look at that. Man, look. We're gonna to have to put a remix on this over here. <laughs> I think Pozo is right. This is like a mixtape morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so look, the flip side of that though, when something good has
1: happened, how do you celebrate
0: accomplishments?
1: Um, lots of times, I mean, I give at the same time. I mean, first and foremost, I mean, religion comes number one and everything. So first, I would be very grateful to God. Grateful every other day. I mean, to me, I mean, when it comes to thankfulness, grateful, gratitude, it's every other day, and even I mean, that's why you, even also when you when you become grateful and everything, you have to at the same time, with every fight, with every right, there's a fight. So without, with those roles, there's responsibility. I mean, with those calamities, basically, it's our way to find our to create our opportunities. And then from trials and tribulations, it's what we find ourselves. I mean, and we find our—I mean—we find ourselves towards in our strife, because the truth is what we are heading towards. So, and of course, I would say that's one. And then the second thing, I would say family. The very first, of course, I'll give news, for instance, to my mom, to my sister, family members, and at the same time to the LinkedIn community, some of those that are actually who frequently I'm in touch with. They'll be like, oh, this happened and this happened. Because you genuinely feel the happiness and genuity, I mean, their joy from their face. They feel like they want you to strive even more. As Zig Ziglar said, I mean, if you help others get where they want, they'll help you to get wherever you want. It's... And not for the fact transactional standpoint, but from a transformative trans point. There you go. Yep. Right. So I would say it's like celebrating even the moment, even just one step. I mean, let, let's say, for instance, um, you got you landed your first client. I mean, you've been striving, you're doing, genuinely helping out someone out of the bloom just sees you and goes like, you know what? I'm taking a service. Or you're like, but you're like, I'm doing it. You're not going to read the reviews. I haven't got any reviews. I'm like, I'm in because it's, it's, we have shifted actually from, from B to B. Now it's P to P, person to person or or heart to heart because genuinely people feel what we feel. If we feel what others feel, then we can definitely heal. And in the words of Carl Shawn Watkins and Charlene, real, recognize real because that's the real deal. And as they say, by being real is the real deal for people to heal. And that's how you feel by acknowledging the right skill. So, yeah. Oh,
0: man, you know what? I thought that was going to be a real simple answer. I thought it was going to be something that was just real quick. You turn that into another life lesson. Because for me, when I want to celebrate an accomplishment, I just do a happy dance, man. That's (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but but you know, all right, I, I got I to read uh, two comments, uh, even though we, we switched from the negative talking about the positive now, but still, good mm. points. Negative folks are proficient and resilient at disrupting anything good they come across. Mm. Woo, yes. yes, and then what they do is they spread that. It's like an infectious disease. Y'all think COVID is bad. Try being around a bunch of negative people. That's like the old school covid and Carl Sean Watkins is in the house and he says, unhappy is contagious just like happiness. <laughs> so be careful who you are around and what they bring. Mm. You know really the what they bring part is real serious cuz you know it's like yep. it's like the the potluck dinners that you have right where everybody has to bring a meal in and you you walk mm-hmm. around and you look at the table and you say, "Oh yep. man, I know Miss Johnson bought the mac and cheese, so I'm going to eat this mac and cheese. But then you know that one person that either can't cook or tries to bring a meal that is just not good because they didn't want to put forth any effort. Everybody knows who that person is. And they stand around and they talk about it and they say, don't eat this. Shirley brought this. Shirley just, Shirley, don't eat Shirley's cooking. (laughs) That's how it is in life, man. You got to look at that buffet in front of you. Pick out the things that are positive. Put those things on your plate. The things that are mm-hmm. negative, unhealthy, and not bad for you, you got to not even put those on your plate. If you make a mistake and pick up that unhealthy thing, put it back. Put it in the trash. Don't consume oh, yeah. that crap. You consume that crap, it starts to eat you alive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alexandria mm-hmm. is in the
1: house from Ohio. <clears throat> Major kudos to her, actually. Thank you so much for tuning in. And, and, and this is her final semester, she's gonna be a doctor, she's completing a PhD. She'll be completing oh, yeah. a PhD, yeah, yeah. This is the uh, final
0: semester for
1: her, yep. Oh, well, congratulations,
0: congratulations, Alexandria. You have to let us know when you graduate so that we can celebrate then, too. We're celebrating yep. now because we're celebrating what you've done so far, yeah. You got a little bit more to go, but we still can celebrate right now when you're in
1: the middle of it. Yep, and we got yeah. you, and everything's gonna be great. Spice up your day. She's the founder of, by the way.
0: Oh yes, yeah. I remember reading about Spice. I call Alexandria yep. my favorite nurse. Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> That's what it's up.
0: yeah. You got to spice up your life. So, look, guys, we are here on the Corporate Quitters Podcast, episode number thirty-two, and we are just here with Usama, the man we all know and love. I didn't have a fancy title for this one because, well, I mean, let's just be real. Usama <laughs> is the man that we all know and love. If I can point my finger in the right direction. There we right go. There. Right. <clears> throat> 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 oh, excuse me, you guys. Look now. Jeanette is here. Jeanette, Jeanette says, good morning. Good to see you bright and early. Tuning in from the Bay Area while working on her side hustle
1: legend. And she says, we're all
0: getting spicy this morning. (laughs) Woo! Yeah! And Inga says, it's like someone who's eating cherry pie. You take the good with the bad, but you spit the pits out. There you go. Absolutely. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And and Alexandria says, my four-year-old whispered to me last night before bed, tomorrow is going to be a great day. Wow. That's what I'm saying. Look, here's the thing too. If you don't believe it, who the heck else is going to believe it? Mm -hmm. If you don't believe that there's some greatness in you that you can bring out every day, who else is going to believe it? Right there. So, you know, You've got to believe in yourself. We all go through stuff. We all go through some bad stuff. But what I always say is when you're in the middle of your mess, there's some sort of message that you have to learn. There's some sort of message that you can convey to somebody else to help them out. My grandmother used to tell me when you feel like you can't help yourself, help someone else. Ow!
1: I just felt it in my heart and my whole body. I mean, my energy is electrified for the next 30 decades. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but I'm just saying, think about it, though. I, a lot of times, especially here in the West, man, in the U.S., we complain about so much stuff, but yet people still wake up to electricity. There's food in the refrigerator. There's a, a roof over your head. And I see wow. the stuff that people complain about. And I'm sitting here thinking, really? that That's really what you want to complain about today on, on this day that you woke up with food on the table and a bed that you slept in at night? All right, all right. Yeah. All right, so look, here's what I wanna say. Some people may have missed earlier when you disclosed to us the fact that when you were a youngster that you were secretly a rapper. (laughs) Now, but you told me that you didn't have a rap name. So what I want for somebody to do is start dropping into the chat. What's a good rap name for Usama? (laughs) What is a good rap name? for usama that's Uh, what i want (laughs) to know
1: it's just usama the way how it is i mean (laughs) (laughs) because there was an intro i mean that's what i used to i was always doing it actually i mean on lots of shows i mean i was always saying it this way i mean uh, my name is Osama. I bring out the drama. still no way better than Obama because I got lots of love and respect for my mama. And I'm on a mission to get rid of every trauma from a society for a better party. So that's, that's <laughs> <laughs>
0: Look at here. Now, see, Jeanette is saying, yep, Osama can spit some bars. And Gabe says, I can complain about why those people complain. So that's my complaint. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Here's our first rap name for you. Gabe says, The Dark Knight. <laughs> I like that. You know what? I'll take it a step further. I'll say, You've got more Dark tools Knight. on your belt than the Batman. The Dark
1: Knight. Mmm, that's a puff for the dark dark night, strive right. (laughs) Hey.
0: (laughs) Oh. All right, but in all seriousness, for those of you who missed it, let me tell you what you missed so far. Outside of Osama telling us that he used to be a rapper back in the day, you missed him talk about his inspiration and who inspires him and what inspires him. You missed him talk about what his life's mission is and what he wants to be remembered doing. I'm not going to tell you what he said because you got to go back and listen. Shame on you for being late if you were late for today's episode because, man, this has been a barn burner, as we say in the South, a barn burner. Osama, I'm going to hook you up with a whole bunch of colloquialisms. You're going to be able to speak like a Southerner in the U.S. by the time I'm done. Jeanette says, MC, MC Usama, the greatness. Goodness. <laughs> Jeanette, also the said, legend. MC Inspo Light. It's Inspo so Light, yeah. <laughs> MC Inspo Light. And Gabe says, we're on fire this morning. I guess you're on fire this morning, Usama. I told you, people come to see you. They did not come to see me at all.
1: Not, I mean, as I said, I mean, the robbing the heart, it literally, I mean, attract, attracts people from all over the world. I mean, from Ecuador, from everywhere and everywhere. See, that's what it's all about. I mean, just like Rob House said something so powerful, believing yourself is the best thing for your health.
0: Oh, wow. I like that. I, I like that. I like that. Now, Florence says Vibe, the rapper. That would be your rap name. <laughs> Alexandria says <laughs> Night of Vibe. Not a vibe, okay. (laughs) And Jeanette says she is feeling the energy this AM. Oh, she's feeling my energy. I thought everybody was here for Usana. Speaking of that, Jeanette, when are you coming on the show, young lady? When are you coming on? Mm -hmm. I've already had some of your partners in crime on the show, so
1: when (laughs) (laughs) are you coming? We need to catch up, June. Definitely to catch up sometimes, so yeah. And
0: Chris Hennessy oh. is here.
1: Mm. The living legend,
0: the living legend, right? Whoo! You know what? I have labbed so hard this morning, my cheeks hurt. You know how you <laughs> You know the what? feeling, right? When your cheeks just start hurting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Here's what makes it even worse. I've not eaten breakfast yet. So now it's going to be hard to eat breakfast with sore cheeks.
1: <laughs> You're going to be instantly burning like 1,000 calories on the go. It's just burning all the Man, way. Man, look,
0: I think I've already burned a 1,000. I'm working on the next 1,000 right now.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, <laughs> um, you know what? I, was, this, this has been a really cool morning. Um, so for those of you who are just joining us and you're late again, shame on you. We talked <laughs> about what Usama wants to be remembered for, how he actually gets over bad days when he's having a bad day, how he celebrates accomplishments. We've talked about his show and what made him start that. We've talked about bullying and insecurities and how he overcame those. So now, what I want to ask you is, how many languages do you speak, man? Because you'll be sitting here and you'll be dropping bombs. And the next thing you know, you'll break out in one of 100 different languages. And I'm just trying to keep up because English, I struggle with that. And that's the only language I speak. How many languages do you speak?
1: Uh, I barely speak English as well. So, (laughs) 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 Um, so, of course, Arabic being my native language, I mean, I was born and raised in that language and everything. But I would also primarily at the same time, I mean, I would say as well, English is also a native language because I've been exposed to it ever since I was four years old. I mean, in the household, I mean, when I speak to my parents, when I also speak to them in Arabic, English, and then the school that I attended. And then later down the line, I mean, I've always, I don't know why, I felt like learning a language makes, felt me always, I felt always excited. I mean, it's like, ah, this is so amazing because... As Nelson Mandela said, I mean, if you speak to a person in the common language, you'll get to the person's mind. Like, yep. mm-hmm. But if you speak to the person in their native language, you'll get to the person's heart. So, for instance, if I say "What's poppin?", so instantly, well, oh, okay, this is already. So, and then I've learned Turkish because I've been in the Turkish Republic of Northern Cyprus for the past now seven years. Uh, that was it and then i've uh, I, as well russian as well and swahili and a bit of french because i've lost contact i mean i've lost touch with it it's been like more than 18 years ever since i haven't been communicating on that language but yeah, i have always the moment actually you learn new language you learn in a culture, you learn people. So that's why, I mean, that's why I really feel, I mean, to see the smile in people. I mean, how smiles have different languages. But I would say personally, it's all one. It's just literally how we can instinct to the heart, which allows the mouth just likely to wrap it and smile and laugh. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, so look, we've got some questions from some people, so we're going to get to some questions now. And Kizzy is here, and Kizzy says she loves this live. And Kizzy, we love you too. Thank you for joining us this morning. And Andrew says, absolutely love learning languages. Andrew, how many languages do you speak? I've been trying, man. I've been trying for a while to learn a second language. It's a struggle. It is a struggle. But look, my friend Pozo wants to know, how can empaths attract only positive people? Asking for a friend. <laughs> whoa!
1: Oh, man, why am I so pumped? Those questions are just, I mean, asking the right question leads towards a great realization. So that, whoa, okay. I mean, we are of what we attract, right? The intention. I mean, as Brian Schumann says something so powerful, it's like once we voice our vibe, we attract our tribe. The right kinds of people actually will come upon our path. The right kinds of one. I mean, because the way I would say looking at a situation is the moment where we feel so comfortable to being by who we are and share all the knowledge while at the same time being funny, by being all of the awesomeness, bringing literally all of those awesomeness, greatness together. This is literally the right kinds of people. Those that say they're weird, okay, they're meant—they meant, are not meant for us. But those that feel like, wow, how do you do that? How did you say that? How did he? This is the beautiful thing. I mean, it brings all of us together by attracting ourselves with those that are around us. Those that amplify us. Those that encourage us. Those that want the best for us. Those that always push us to do better. These are the ones that are meant to be. These are the ones who are meant to be there with us. And these are the ones literally when they ask for something, I mean, literally what they tell you, oh, can you do this? And then literally along the way, I mean, you encourage each other, collaborate, they ask you for stuff and then you ask each other out without thinking it's like this will be a burden rather of thinking it as a family, i.e. for instance, LinkedIn family or that kind of regard. So with positive attracts positive. So yeah.
0: So, Pozo, you got to be positive to attract positive. You know what? I'll I, I weigh in on this, too, though, because I understand what you mean. Empaths, you you encounter people and you can automatically just understand what they're feeling. And so if, if you're mm-hmm. around people in a work environment or in environments where you can't choose the people that you're around, they bring that negativity. But here's the problem. Empaths take on that negativity stop taking it on. And I know it's easier said than done, but with practice, you can sit there and say, no, this doesn't belong to me. I'm returning this back to the store I got it from. You know, you give that thing right back to them. When people bring you negativity, you have a return to sender for that. You don't accept that letter in your mailbox. You just know that that thing is not coming in your home because if you let it in your home, Mm -hmm. it'll find a place, it'll get comfortable. It'll find a sofa inside your heart, kick its feet up, start watching TV and start spreading all its nastiness around you you don't let that stuff make a home in your heart Mm -mm. nope you just don't do it now alexandria says what has been your best experience personally and professionally so far and what are you Hmm. looking forward to in 2022 wow that's a great question
1: um wow that is indeed remarkable Wow, man, how to to think about it. Number one, of course, we, we talk about the concept of impact and as we continue forward. So hopefully it's to build the business. I mean, the coaching business, the one that I'm up to, the one that I do. And that is basically confidence building and uh, confidence building, mindset transformation, as well as harnessing talent. And this is where actually I bring the two worlds. So a lot of times when you see, it's like, oh, public speaking coach or life coach. Is it that? But for me, it's like I bring those two together. So it's one intensive one. It's stand together. So I bring all of those things together. So this is what I hopefully to double down a little bit more into it. And at the same time, to continue with the live shows, continuing upon the way, keep on learning, to build the business and and to go forward in that. And to get to know, I mean, to network, to get to know even to more people and learn even more. I mean, network is literally, it's like our endless university. (laughs) It's an endless learning process. Mm. The more we learn, the more we grow. The more we grow, (laughs) the more we know. The more we know, the smarter we become. I mean, and even as Albert Einstein once said, it's like, the more I learn, the more I research, the more I realize how much I don't know. The more you deeply, I mean, that's why you dig deeply, you feel like, I don't know anything. But with the right kinds of people, everything, it makes things process easier. And previously, I mean, I was actually of that mindset where I was like, Uh, You know, I can do everything and stuff like that. But then I met up with so many incredible people that have mentored me along the way that have just told me it's okay to ask for help. It's okay. How about you learn from someone who has already experienced it so that it gets a lot easier than having to figuring it out and stuff. So asking for help, collect collaboratively with other people, learning and growing and to see actually how we can spark out and help others so that they can spark as well in their wife and their life. And they also, I accidentally said wife, but I'm not married. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let
0: me tell you, you said one thing just well you said a whole lot, but you said one thing that made me just go, ooh. And here's <laughs> what you said. You said networking is like your, your endless university. I can't even type. I said you, your endless university. That is just powerful. I'm just speechless for a moment so we're going to go to Alexandria in the audience she said empath and attracting that's a great boundary to set I used to be like that taking in the bad energy but not anymore and Pozo caught what I said return to sender there you go Alexandria return to sender because you know and here's what we do though we we want to help people so badly that we are oftentimes willing to injure ourselves for the sake of others. And I think while you do want to be empathetic and you do want to help other people, you don't want to consistently put yourself in peril because what ends up happening is you tear yourself down bit by bit. And then you allow yourself to be torn down so much that you're no good for the people who really need you. So you have to be selective with your time and your energy, because when you see yourself slipping and starting to be negative, that means you need to pull yourself out of darkness, too. It's one thing to pull other people out of darkness, but you got to look for people that can help pull you out when you get there as well. Yep. Oh, man. And Inger says, Usama is on fire. Inger... Osama is always on fire. <laughs> you ever watch the Fantastic Four? What was the one? Torch? The human torch?
1: <laughs> Fantastic Five. <laughs> Live with Five. Love <laughs> <one> with fire.
0: Osama <laughs> is always on fire. And Charlene says she loves it. Love you back. Wait a minute, you got a show to do today with the uh, Live with Five, right? Uh Uh-oh, I think we lost Usama for just a second here, folks. What time is the Live with Five show today, Usama? It's after an hour. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, man. Now, do we have all five players there today?
1: Hopefully so. I mean, uh, hopefully so. Let's uh, generally hope for the best. But let's see how it generally goes. But I mean, a lot of time, I mean, right along. I mean, if not, I mean, we go with the five main concepts. I mean, let's say, for instance, kindness, Ubuntu, resilience, positivity, strength. So if either if one is not present, they're still present in all of our hearts. So we still carry forth because anything can happen at any time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? So when I was young, I used to love Kung Fu movies. And there was this Kung Fu flick called The Five Deadly Venoms. And it was what? Air, water, earth, whatever. It was the, the elements. And they when they got together, man, they were just deadly in a good way. Uh, Well, yep. you know, they were just deadly. But that's what it reminds me of. Now, Jonathan has a question. Jonathan says, how do you know when to cut your loss and move on? Not everyone can be helped. Mm. What would you
1: say ah. to Jonathan on that? Whoa! Man, I got on with screaming out and stuff like that. But <laughs> I mean, I mean, as they always say, a past is a it's just a blast from the last. Okay, whatever happened. I mean, and we can also have two directions: either react, compare, and complain. Oh, we respond and foster, and we move forward. Mm. Okay, that situation. Ha- okay, should I wander around? Should I just sit in one place and complain about it? And I can understand it, it can be draining if something, any negativity comes up. One specifically, if it's tragic. Feel like, oh, what can I? The only way it's mean either to walk, to work out, or something to get you into out of that zone because you push in your adrenaline towards positivity. You feel like okay. This happened to me. What about those that have struggled way way more than I am? There are those actually who are struggling way more than I am. And like you said at the start, I mean, there are those who don't have a roof over their head. I mean, they don't have a. I mean, they don't even have a bed to sleep on. They literally sleep on the street. And yet they're so positive. They so they're smiling most of the time. I mean, we have to think about it even from that regard. I mean, if they can do it, so can all. So so that all of us can do it as well. So can we. So, we always think about it in that way. And by the way, a loss is just a temporary floss. Just so you know, the dancing floss, mm-hmm. it's just a temporary floss. So, yeah, paddle down, keep your head down, and move forward. Move forward. It can be difficult, but it can be worth it. I mean, as they say from Brooklyn Nine Nine, season five, episode 22, life is unpredictable. Not everything is not controlled, but as long as we are with the right people, we can handle anything. And life. A life is chaos. Success is arbitrary. But when we have but when we have confidence, we have everything. That's Brooklyn 9 Nine, season six, episode three. So yeah. You know what? I actually I really like that
0: show, Brooklyn Nine Nine. So for those of you who hadn't seen it, go watch it, man. It's a comedy, but they drop so many gems. Here's what I would say though, Jonathan. Okay, when it comes to me personally, I look at people into three different categories, three different buckets, right? When you're dealing with adversity and you're dealing with people. Look at that person's reaction. There are three different types of reactions they can have. You have someone that can can be a complainer when something is happening, or they can be a contributor to solutions, or they could be someone who's just sitting there in a neutral place. Mm. If you're involved with someone who's complaining all the time but not contributing to a solution, you need to go. Because that means that they are sitting in a place of misery and they want to stay there. People who are contributing to solutions by bringing up ideas or by helping or by doing something, they actively want to help themselves. I believe in helping people who want to help themselves. If you don't want to help yourself, then there's nothing I can do for you. Now, the people who are just remaining static, those are okay people to be around because they're not bringing you joy or pain. So look, three types of people. I see you, my brother. Usama, I see you. Three types of people. If you're dealing with someone who's complaining, get the heck away from them because they're only going to bring you pain. If you're dealing with someone who's contributing to a solution, stay with them because they need some help and they may need you. If you're dealing with someone who's just you know neutral, stay with them too. That's a good person, they're okay. But I always say, when you're dealing with people, you have complainers, you have contributors, and then you have your bystanders. Again, your complainers need to go, your contributors are okay, your bystanders are okay. Start looking at it like that and bucket people into those categories, man, because you don't want people bringing you pain. They will bring you down. Now, <clears throat> Pozo says that definitely not absorbing other people's negativity. You can care about others, meet them where they are and help them without getting drained and losing focus. Bam. That's what I'm talking about. If they're a complainer, they're draining you. Complainers are drainers. If they're contributing oh, yes. to solutions. You're good. Now Andrew says, "I've done that a few times, but I'm slowly learning my lesson. Tried hard to help somebody, then neglected yourself. Here's the deal, man. There is absolutely no way that you can be good for other people if you're not good yourself. One more time, this, one, more time one more time, one more time, one more time, one more yeah. time. There is absolutely time. no way you can be good for other people if you are not good yourself. And that, and here's what here's what that means too." That means sometimes you are going to have to be selfish. And what you're going to have is you're going to have people that are Mm -hmm. going to say, well, you're being selfish. And then you're going to try and justify Well, no, I'm not. I believe in helping people. No, you look at them and you say, yes, I am right now. I'll be back when I'm okay. Mm. Mm. People Mm. will try to guilt trip you into doing their bidding. And if you allow that to happen, you're still down in a bad place. And if you're still down in a bad place, you can't help somebody else get out of their bad place.
1: One hundred and thirty-five percent, right there. Wait a minute. No, drop. Right there.
0: <laughs> Look, Charlene says yes. Use those buckets. Sometimes you, sometimes you have to watch the bystanders. Yeah, sometimes you do have to watch them. But I mean. If you got to think about this, if you're sitting here and you're dealing with someone who every day they're complaining, saying, I don't like my life, 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 but yet they're not taking any action to improve their life, what they're going to do is sit around and complain to you, and eventually your countenance is going to change, you're going to start to feel bad, because all you hear is negativity going into inside your body. It's, It's like eating, right? If you eat bad Correct. food and you wonder why you're not in good shape, well, look at the food that you're consuming. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, sometimes you have to be selfish. It's just what it is. It's true. Oh, Correct. man. Mm-hmm. So, look, guys, thank you for joining us today. Um, you guys have dropped some good questions in. If you have any more questions, we're still here for a little bit. If you don't have questions for us, Uh, (laughs) If you guys don't have any more questions, we'll probably just get out of here. But This has been so much fun on episode number 32 of the Corporate Quitters. Now, here's what I want you guys to do. If you like this podcast episode, tell all your friends, go find us on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Hit the replay. But what I want to ask Usama is, if
1: we want to get in touch with you, where can we find you? On LinkedIn. Oh, sorry, I can't. I was about to sing, but uh, let me just uh, let me just simmer down a little bit. On, I'm available on LinkedIn 24 seven. I mean, people definitely can definitely reach out. I mean, hop on a call, or for instance, they need basically to boost their confidence. Basically, out them. For so that they can go on a long journey towards their life and towards, for instance, facing the public, the public speaking, whatsoever, please definitely by all means reach out and I'll be more than happy to help you out. And if you need some goofiness, call me, need a friend, text me, need money, okay, we can't talk about that. We'll talk it behind closed doors. We can't talk about front people and stuff like that, but yeah.
0: (laughs) What is it? You are here for a helpful word, but maybe not a handout of the monetary variety (laughs) (laughs) I'm rich in words and a listening ear
1: Uh, that's usually a joke I mean, Because I read it long ago Like 10 years ago Just need a friend Text me Need a laughter Call me Need money Okay this service Is no longer available <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's better than What I was thinking I was thinking If you need money Go to your local Financial institution. <laughs> That is what they're there for. You know, it reminds me of this song. You may not have heard it, but this old song way back in the day from Dionne Warwick. That's what friends are for. And I think it went something like keep shining, keep vibing or something, knowing that, that you can always count on me because that's what friends are for. So I added my own caveat to that. You can always count on me except if you need money. <laughs> Jonathan, says, Jonathan says great session and engaging with the participants too. Now Jonathan, I noticed you're one of my friends that you're an auditor like me. So I told you, I told you, Usama, auditors are really good people. And I I get a wide mix of people because, well, you know, people are like, you're an auditor? Yeah, I'm an auditor, man. So what? We have personalities sometimes, some of us do. (laughs) Stella said she's definitely going to watch the replay. Thanks, Robert and Usama. And thank you, Stella, for joining us this morning. I'm here most Tuesday mornings at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time, 8 a.m. Eastern Time. I have a lot of really good guests that I bring on, and it's really all about the guests. It's not about me. So if you know someone that you'd like to see on this show, send them my way it's called the corporate quitters it's not about quitting your job it's about quitting the limiting beliefs that are holding you back in life and charlene is having a good laugh (laughs) it's crazy because normally by now the show will have ended it's usually you know about an hour long but again we're having so much fun but you know what you're gonna make me starve today because like i told you earlier i've been laughing so hard my cheeks hurt and i've not had breakfast yet so I might have to have a, like a liquid breakfast. I might have to make a smoothie or something this morning.
1: All right. But <laughs> well, Thank you so much for having me, my brother. And thank you all, I mean, for tuning in. And uh, it was indeed, I mean, a great conversation. That's, yeah. I mean, thank you so much, I mean, for the, all the awesomeness. For more details and everything, do do check out the main guy, Robert. I mean, he robbed our heart, And, yeah. Not robbing banks. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, although I actually do know some people that have robbed the bank before. That's oh a story my. for another time. Man, man, yeah. you, man. And I'm I'm not even joking. That's the sad part about it. I, I actually uh, know some people that have robbed the bank. Now, now they, they, they wow. went to jail. They're probably still in jail. Who knows? Oh, man. The stories I could tell you. The stories I could tell you. Oh, my. But, but, but again, you guys, Corporate Quitters, episode number 32 with my man, Usama. If you need inspiration, education, anything to help progress your nation, Usama is the man that you need to call. (sighs) Man, thanks for coming on the platform this morning. And for everyone else, I'll say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Catch us Tuesday where we have another fantastic guest. You're going to love next week's guest. You're going to love next week's guest. Peace. Thank you you for listening to the Corporate Quitters Podcast. If you like us, tell everybody you know. Better yet, head on over to the iTunes store and leave us a five-star review. It only takes a few seconds. I can do it with my eyes closed and both hands tied behind my back. So what are you waiting for? If you want to talk to us, leave us a voice message. You might be featured on the show. Check the link in the show notes. Want to carry us wherever you go? Check out the merch on our website. Get your I Quit, O Quit, or Just Plain Quit stuff there. If you really, really like us, you can become a monthly contributor for less than a cup of coffee. Link is in the show notes. And last but not least, Quit those limiting beliefs that are holding you back. And we're out.